Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big Woo. What's up? Welcome to the Off Topic Sports, man. It's a good day in the neighborhood. It's Sunday. It's All-Star Weekend. It's a dunk contest. It's three-point shootout. It's skills challenge. It's an All-Star game and a celebration of Kobe Bryant as well. Uh, great All-Star in his own right. Four-time All-Star. Man, went to the All-Star game, I think, 18 times or something like that. Uh, so we'll talk about that uh, with the fellas And thanks everybody listening live On BigWooRadio.com Everybody download the Big Woo Radio app In your Google Play Store And all of our iPhone people that search us out On your podcast app On your iPhone, we appreciate that uh, Let me bring in the fellas Without, you know, I don't want to wait We want to get into this thing, man uh, What's going on, JT? Donnie, past the fight What's happening, fellas? Hey, what's up, Woo? What's, what's going on, fellas? Kicking back, about to enjoy the um, All Star Game tonight, which will be my first um, devil in the All Star festivities all all weekend long. But I am gonna watch the game tonight. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna watch the game tonight. I think they're gonna be sirs tonight. I think uh, Giannis is coming in wanting to get this win over LeBron, even though his team seems to be. Uh, a little inferior to the LeBron James team, but we'll see what he's going to do with, if his strategy worked out to pick out these guys that are going to be serious about playing. Um, well, we'll see. If y'all want to get in, man, 704-489-3316 That's 704-489-3316. We always like to shout out our sponsors and supporters before we go any further. And I wasn't... I wasn't... Uh, Prepared, but uh, here we go. All right, Woodforce National Bank. Please go to woodforce.com. Men's Warehouse, Rock Hill, South Carolina, and Gastonia, North Carolina. 24K Rides of Rock Hill. Uh, TCB 5400 Club and 5400 Nevin Road. My man Terry, one of the owners out of 5400, got a big birthday bash going on out there next Saturday. And I'll be in the building indulging in a little party. Uh, one uh, Warren Publishing. Go to warrenpublishing.net. Clover Parks and Recreation. Winthrop University. Clinton College. Porter, Porter Decals. The Hydrocephalus Association of America. Please go to nomorebrainsurgeries.org. Primetime Players Basketball Coach Chris Thomas. Another thing going on next Saturday. Primetime Players are 
uh, starting their home opener or having their home opener at Bank Street Gym in uh, Fort Mill, South Carolina. So come on out there, check out the primetime players, the eight straight ECBL champions, primetime players. And a connected group, Mr. Kevin Glover, New Soul Music, Mr. Dark Eye, Black Toby Society, some guy named Jay, Spring Hill Credit Solutions, Gray Sheep Digital, Below the Deck, Mr. Nick Fultz, Enterprise Management, Tony Nicole, SMG, Mr. J Lock, and All About Us Radio. Appreciate all the love and support, man. So, like I said, we have the NBA All Star Weekend, and uh, I thought, and I want to just start this off with the with the dunk contest. We're going to talk about this dunk contest that went down uh, last night. And I must say, I was thoroughly, thoroughly entertained. Now, we know over the over the years, past years, like after Jordan didn't do it and Kobe didn't do it and those guys didn't get in it, the, the dunk contest was, was lagging a little bit. Uh, the dunk contest was lagging a little bit. And um, I got to say, man, uh Aaron Gordon and uh, Derrick Jones Jr. brought the the dunk contest back to where it's supposed to be. That competitiveness, that creativity, uh, that desire to win in the dunk contest uh, showed last night, and I was thoroughly entertained as we bring in JB, Mister Two Ninety Nine. What's going on, JB? Hey, what's going on, Big Woo, Big Woo Radio family? A hey, top of the week. Off topic, I'm here, baby. Yeah, uh, welcome, 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 man. You can catch JB on his regular night, Tuesdays. Well, this is a regular night for JB as well, but you can catch him at his funniest uh, and his dirtiest on Tuesday nights, uh, 7 o'clock on the Brutally Honest Show. So, um, let me... What? Hey, um, real quick, man, I just wanted to give an acknowledgement to the... um, the submarine captain that was able to hit the Titanic underwater and it, it, it ain't even been hit in over 50 years. So kudos to him, man, for, uh, <laughs> for not having the wherewithal to listen to his, his operators and run into a wrecked ship. Outstanding. Oh, wow. I, I'm just the first I heard of it. So, uh, <laughs> This is the first I'm hearing of that. So, yeah, shout out to the submarine captain. Put the bottle down, bro. Put the bottle down. <laughs> you reminded me of the Giants organization. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, so uh, the duck contest last night. Uh, Donnie, let's start with you, man. Um didn't watch it. Well, I mean, well, I, I know you said I know you said you didn't watch it, but I, I'm sure you heard about it on social media, and you heard that Aaron Ro- Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers Aaron Gordon got got um um robbed again. Snubbed. Yeah, he got snubbed yeah, again. I didn't get to see any highlights of it, but I definitely saw that message floating around social media, and I don't know. I haven't seen you know, like I said, I haven't laid eyes on it. But just, I will say this, if that is the case, if he was close enough to have won, I feel like they should have definitely given him a sympathy win, considering he's been a part of two, if not three, great Sam dunk contests in his career so far. So get that man that W, you know what I mean? If it's the same way you did with Zach Levine the year earlier, if it comes down to, hey, it's close, then, hey, we owe you one, Zach. So um, I felt like Aaron Gordon should have got it if for no other reason uh, that alone, if it was right. that close. 
It was that close, Donnie, and I'm here to tell you it was it was entertaining, and I think both of them really should have won. I mean, if you'd have seen it, you could have you could have gave it to both of them. There should have been a dual champion like they do with the MVP and and stuff like that. And 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 a lot of a lot of the professionals uh, said that as well. Even the judges that was they was like both of them, both of, both of these guys should have won. Uh, let me go to past the fight, past, past the fight. Did you get a chance to watch the dunk contest? Yeah, I saw it, man. I listen. I'm. I think both of them got robbed. Be honest with you. Uh, I mean, think about this logically. Um, uh, Aaron Gordon did a dunk that was over a seven footer. What, what is what is what is that? Uh, taco. Seven five. Taco. Seven seven five. Five. That's a fifty all day. JB, do something with your phone, man. That phone is just you something, something wrong. Right. Some, you know, you just, something wrong with my phone. I think, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, yeah, you good. You good now, though. All right, go ahead, go ahead, pass. Okay. What I was saying was, he did a dunk over a seven-five guy and got a forty-seven. And <laughs> uh, and Derek dunk before though. Derek Jones did a dunk and got a forty-eight. I thought both of them dunks were fifty. Right. But I think by that time they got to the dunk contest. They had to pretty much be a whole lot more. Uh, they scrutinized a lot more stuff. That yeah. dunk over over Taco wasn't a clean dunk straight over him, and you know he, I'm pretty sure they docked him. The dunk from the free throw line was about a step and a half in front of the free throw line, but he windmilled. He windmilled it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he windmilled <laughs> so, the dunk. And, and even if even if he would have been. Uh, two feet behind the line, he still had more. I mean, his flight. Oh yeah, he dunked into the rim, so he had more space to go that he could have easily cleared the free throw line. He just oh, yeah. way his steps lined up. He just stepped one foot in front of it, and but I, it still was impressive. I think both of those dunks deserved a fifty. It deserved a, a tie between the two of them because I don't know if they would have had him do another dunk as a dunk off, but. I think it was very impressive. I, I appreciate it. And I will throw this this little jab in there. When LeBron James was a rookie in the NBA, he said he was going to wait to be a part of the dunk contest. Now, almost 17 years later, we've yet to see LeBron James in the dunk contest. He hadn't <laughs> held up to his word. He sure had. He hadn't held up to his word. And he said mm. when he was a rookie that he would enter the dunk contest, and he hasn't done it Let yet. I've been saying it every year. Yeah, it, even what's the name came back again and and uh uh as the Superman Howard. yeah Howard right. Howard came back and he even got in it you know as old because he's like thirty five thirty four thirty five years old. LeBron in to a dunk contest, he's never really had moves anyway. If you look at his dunk, <laughs> it's all about power. He power. cocks it back with one hand or two. But he's never really been a, like a windmill guy. Or go, like Jordan used to in-game give you some action. You know, Vince Carter used to in-game give you some action. LeBron has never been that guy. He's always just – he's going to dunk on you, and he's going to dunk on you hard. And he's going to throw it down hard, especially in the open court. But he, I never was impressed by his dunk. Even when he was in high school and they kept saying they can't wait for him to get the dunk contest, I'm like, he do the same dunk every time. Like, he don't even do a 360 in the game. You know, Kobe was good with a reverse 360 or something, you know, anything like that. 
Nothing well, that made me say, man, I can't wait to see him in a dunk contest. Yeah. No, nah, he do the same dunk every time. Yeah. JT, hey, hey, whoa. Let, me, let me bring JT in uh, right quick. JT, uh, with, with all this, you know, we're, we're talking about the dunk contest. You know, it's something that we probably haven't done on this show, <laughs> you know, in the five years, almost five years that we've been doing it. I don't recall us, like, talking about the dunk contest. Let me ask you, JT, is there a renewed excitement uh, for the dunk contest? And I'm going to get everybody's, uh, get their thoughts uh, about the dunk, about about the renewed ex- excitement as well. But, JT, what are your thoughts on the, the, the exciting dunk contest? Yeah, definitely brought back a lot of energy. Um, I was excited. It kind of reminded me, um, to tell my age, I guess, it reminded me of when I watched Michael and uh, Dominique when they dunked. Yeah. And when they went at each other. Um, it was that much energy in the, in, the crowd, in, the, in the crowd last night. The only thing that I really hate, you know, really disliked about last night was the fact that, you know, both of those guys, to me, were evenly matched. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you know, you you have to give it to both of them uh, because they would have they would have just kept dunking against each other all night. Yeah. I don't understand the selection of the judges. I'm still I'm still asking myself what ball has has common done. And my man <laughs> Chadwick Boseman, James Brown. Yeah, he, Chadwick. You know what I'm saying? He's he's about the same height as your wife. Woo. I mean, it's <laughs> like I don't understand why you have people out here that. That, that don't know the art of the dunk. You know what I'm saying? I get the other three judges, but I don't get those two. Yeah. And when you look at the scores from last night, they are the they are the reasoning, along with Dwayne Wade, as to why that dunk contest ended the way that it ended. And to me, I think for such a – last night was supposed to be, you know what I'm saying, a night where the dunk contest came back in full circle. Yeah. And by not awarding – the dunk contest the way they should have and letting it end the way they ended and just left a sour note on it, you know what I'm saying, so I can understand where Aaron Gordon was coming from. I get why if he don't ever participate in another one, I get it. He did a dunk last night that I think JB might have attempted something like that back in the day when we were running church league. (laughs) But I've never seen anybody, you know what I'm saying, do that ever. You know, so you got to give kudos to that. You got to reward that. Aaron Gordon got five fifty-point scores, five fifties, and he still he lost. <laughs> if he would have, if he would have jumped over Lizzo, he probably would have won it. <laughs> but this is my thing, Woo. This yeah. past the fight. This is my thing. <laughs> the, the dunk contest. The dunk contest has always had controversy. Sure. I mean, even going back to 88 with Dominique and Michael. Dominique, in my hand, in my opinion, won that dunk contest. The yep. only reason he didn't, because they were in Chicago. In Chicago. And Michael Jordan. Uh-huh. That That's the only reason why. When you look at Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady, that dunk contest. I mean, both of them were great dunkers. But at the end of the day, the spring went to Vince Carter because of the just, I mean, the sure effortlessness of Vince Carter. So yeah. when you look at dunk contests and great ones at that in history, they all have, in my opinion, a little asterisk mark to it because, you know, Jordan being in Chicago, Vince Carter being Vince Carter, when you think about them, and then when you think about this, at the end of the day, looking at the dunk contest, even watching the highlights, they they did each other's dunks. I mean, who did yeah. them first? And then somebody else came back around and did each other's dunks. So it's hard, kind of hard to award a 50 twice for the exact same dunk. Sure. Dunk. 
if you're going to change anything about the dunk contest, you have a list of dunks. If one if they bring one out, that dunk is off the table. You can't do that dunk. Yeah. Do something different. Do and something they did. Different. And I think I think Gordon did do uh, a dunk that had already been done before. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah, 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 JT. Well, I think we fixed this. The remedy to this, we fixed this. We just, we, next year, when we incorporate the guys in the field, we also include Brittany Griner, and this will take all of this. <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> take all of this. We'll never have controversy ever again. <laughs> Brittany Grinder. Yeah, she had the... Um, Slam dunking on these girls, man. That don't make no sense. Uh, JB, hey, what, you said you imagine, had imagine, imagine if her and Taco Fall had a baby. Good, googly oh, muggly. Wow, wow. <laughs> that baby be too. Hey, daddy, pass me the ball. <laughs> they were recruiting him out of elementary school. Yeah, he got a shoe contract <laughs> by the time he get to junior high. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he might he might be tall, but will he be good? That's the, that's the problem. He'd be the only oh, baby oh. with a with a with a basketball contract and an Olympic swimming contract. <laughs> Flippers like Michael. Yeah, the only uh, the only baby that'd be confused of who not knowing if his mama or daddy talking to me. <laughs> oh wow! At least they can wear each other's sports bras. Seven zero four, four eight nine three three one six. If you want to get in and talk about the dunk contest, man. But also, I want to talk about the All Star game. Let's move on to the actual All Star game. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll come back to the skills challenge and the, and, the, and the fact that you know it was a big man that won the skills challenge and the three point shootout. But uh, the the actual game, JB, is tonight, of course. And uh, they're honoring Kobe Bryant and his daughter by wearing uh, everybody's wearing number twenty four on one side and the number two on the other side. Um, but how number much? Eight. I mean, number eight. I'm sorry, number eight and number two. Um, or, number twenty four. <laughs> well, no, they're wearing they're wearing um, they're wearing his daughter's oh, oh, they're wearing jersey. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah, I'm right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're wearing the daughter's jersey. They mentioned that uh, I was I was listening to Adam Silver and, and talk, how, because he was talking about how they came up with the idea, but he said it was the players mostly wanted to uh, honor, you know, Kobe and and his daughter. So, um, okay. um, and and they also named the, uh, the the trophy, the MVP trophy, uh, after Kobe. So that that'll be the no, first, no. yeah, the first winner to get the. Uh, We'll get the Kobe MVP. Um, JB, uh, how much interest is is this game? Um, you know, how much how much interest do you have in this game uh, tonight, the All Star game? Because we know in the past the All Star games there wasn't really they don't really compete until like the the last quarter or the last few minutes of the game, and they try to actually win. But um, are, are you uh, um, excited or interested in, in watching the game? Nah. 
I have no interest in watching an All Star game. Why not? No, I didn't watch the Steelers challenge, dunk them in the You know, just don't. You know. It's just not. I mean, the last few All Star games I've actually watched, I really wasn't. I really wasn't entertained. Right. You know, and I'm kind of. I'm, I'm. I pay attention. I follow the league, but I'm more excited when it's coming down to playoff time. I sure. want to see them last few, them last ten, fifteen games, and see good competitive basketball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, to go out mm-hmm. there and let a guy just freely score in the All Star game. You know, it, it. That's what I liked about Kobe. He he was gonna compete, and he wasn't gonna let you score like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, I, I, it, you know, for me, from a competitive standpoint, it just doesn't interest me like that. Donnie, you being the, the basketball advocate, I mean, uh, for, for Big Woo Radio and analysts and things like that, how, how interested are you in what well, you said you are going to watch it? Um, is it is it different any other year than to this year for you? It most certainly is. Um, like like um, JB alluded to, I haven't been watching it a lot lately because it, it, I think two, three years in a row they set a record for the most points scored. It was just getting absolutely ridiculous. You know, don't get me wrong. I like to see the best players at there, you know, doing crazy stuff. But it's just the alley-oop show out there. I mean, no defense whatsoever. It, it got ridiculous at one point. Yeah. So I, too, have been tuned out. But this year I am actually extremely interested because they're drafting the teams themselves. And you want to ask me how Giannis, the, out of the first, out of the starters, Team LeBron has five of the six best players, and the only one who ate is Giannis himself who drafted the team. Like, how did he draft this squad the way that he did? And I think the setup to this team is what has me so intrigued because it could work the op- Like, Pascal Siakam, I didn't even know who he was till last year. Mm-hmm. Bam Adebayo, I didn't know who he was until he got picked for the all-star team. But I think that if you add a bunch of these guys, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Rudy Gobert, the guys who have had to work hard, who weren't the big-name guys, and and they had Kimball Walker and had to grind to get there, I think they're going to go out and compete. I think they know they're overly matched by talent, and the only way to compete is to play hard. So I think the mismatch and the lopsidedness of this is what has me so intrigued because either I'm going to click it off in the first quarter because it's going to be 52-12, to Or I'm going to get a good, smart, competitive game, and I'm going to realize that, hey, these young kids or the other kids on the other team got something to play. Like guys like Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, they've always had to prove something. Chris Middleton. So maybe Giannis knows a little something about more than I do. But how he managed to be the only – like I said, you got Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, James Harden, and LeBron on the other team. That that's the best five players wow. over there. Yeah. Other than you know what I'm I don't know. I don't know. So maybe Giannis knows something I want to know. But the mismatch aspect of this game is what has me so intrigued, and I yeah. want to see how hard. I think comes out. I think you're right, Donnie, and I think you know with with it being such a mismatch, and I think those guys on the other side on Giannis' team are gonna ha- want to prove something. You know, they want to prove that yeah. yeah, you got the best squad, but but we coming out here to win, and we taking this trophy home. And and and, and, and Pastor Fight, let me ask you this: um, to to make it more competitive uh, outside of the you know the team guys drafting the teams on their own to, uh, to make it more competitive should they do something like baseball where they give you know the west or the east the you know you, you get the home field advantage or is that just too much they well, have to have a big advantage too much oh my bad pastor 
No, you good. I, I was gonna say, I think, I think Giannis. That's my daughter singing. She loves to sing. Okay. Uh, I think, I think that I like the way uh, uh, Giannis picked his team, only because he picked the team versus a guy that want to prove themselves. Okay, she has. He picked a bunch of guys that wanted to prove prove themselves, and they have something to prove. I think if you look at last year's All Star team. He went after those guys who were all-stars. They came into it knowing that, you know, this this the all-star game, same rigor, the same routine. They go through it. They first three quarters, they don't do much. And Giannis want to play. He want to win. He want to be competitive. So he mm-hmm. got guys with their first, second year. When you look at the roster, Kyle Lowry is the most experienced all-star on the team. He's got six all-stars. <laughs> I mean, six all-star appearances. And nobody else has that many on that team. So yeah. when you look at his team, he, he's very – he got a lot of hungry guys, and I think that's what he was going for. He was going for the hunger in these guys to be able to compete. Now, will it work against so much talent on the bronze team? Probably not, but I understand the thought process when it comes to why he selected the players that he selected. Right. And so these guys that he selected are going to make those other guys work, you know what I mean? Because they don't want to, they don't want to lose, especially since they got the best squad. So they don't want to lose. So if these guys come out and they start playing hard, then that's going to force, you know, LeBron's team to play hard. But I mean, if this doesn't work, if you, if you run into a situation like, you know, year after year after year, you got um, guys that, that you know, just wait until the end, and they just alley oop show like Donnie said. Do you? I mean, do you think the NBA should look into doing like what baseball done, and 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 giving something to the winner outside of money because you know they all got money, but um, d- doing something that will affect their you know conference, their team or whatever. So, uh, like the, with baseball, you have if the American League win, then they get. That the team in the American League, when this World Series comes out, they get home field advantage no matter what the record is. You think um, uh, 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 no. NBA should look at something no. like that? No, nope. no. Okay. At the end of the day, these are professionals. It's a glorified pickup game. Um, they don't want to get hurt because they're looking for the second half of the season. It doesn't matter what incentive you give them. At the end of the day, the GMs tell them, don't get hurt. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> you know, we're going to let you play in this game. Because think about this. It, it'll turn into Team USA. GMs will basically say, our insurance is not covering you if you go out here and play this game. Mm. And, and, you know, we, our whole interest as a team is championships. It's not the all-star game. We don't mm. care. We'll work with the league, but we're not, we not, we not giving in to the league. Because at the end right. of the day, they're about filling their own arena and about you know, making their own revenue. Oh, okay. Uh, let me bring in my man, Chris, Coach Chris Thomas from the Primetime Players Basketball Team. What's going on, Coach? Man, not too much. How you doing today, buddy? Man, we just here chilling on All Topic Sports Big Wheel Radio, man. Just thinking, um, talking about the All Star Game. You you chimed in right on the right time, man. We we talking about tonight's game, and you know about the uh, competition in the All Star Game. Are, are, are they going to compete? Uh, you know, you know about a comp- about competition at All Star Games, Coach. Um, what 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 is player going through players' minds right now? You know, as they prepare for the All Star Game. I know it's about fun. They want to have fun and don't get hurt, like Pastor fights there but um uh do you think this year's uh, game is going to be a little more competitive because of the way it's been selected well i hope it 
I hope it's not like the uh, what was that? The world versus the USA. The whole fourth quarter of that was just oh. slam dunk contest. The whole <laughs> end of that game. So I'm hoping it's not going to be that. More than more than just slam dunking, just you know, a, a competitive game. You looking for that? Yeah, but I'm thinking, you know, the first three quarters, it'll probably pretty much be about, you know, it'll be about fun and all the guys messing around like they normally do. But I think they'll probably try to keep it close since they're doing that Elam ending like that we do in the TBT, that 24-point Elam ending. I think they're probably going to try to keep it close to get to that Elam ending and then play as serious as they can probably in that fourth quarter just out of a tribute to Kobe. And to do that, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So that's that's hey, what the Elam that's what the that's what are they doing the Elam ending? Yeah, they're doing the fourth quarter. The first team scored twenty four points in the fourth quarter. I thought I, I thought I heard that, um, Coach. For people that don't know, can you explain the Elam ending and how it works? Since y'all do play that in the uh, TBT. Yeah, what they'll do is they'll just cut the clock off. You won't have a game clock. What you'll do is you'll have a target score. Let's say if the score is seventy five to seventy, uh, the uh, team team LeBron is up 75 to 70. They'll add 24 points to the leading score, which will be 75. So the first team to get to 99 would win the game. Mm, mm, okay, and okay. And there'll, be, there'll still be a shot clock and all, but there just won't be a game clock. It'll just be a point to- total that is a target score that they'll play to. And that way the game will end on the basket, you know, instead of, you know, a defensive stop or whatever. It'll end up. The game will end on a, ba- a made basket or a made free throw. Okay, yeah, I think that's going to make it competitive because I had I thought I had heard something about that. Uh, go ahead, JB. Would you have JB? Take your phone off mute, JB. All right, anyway, uh, Coach, you got uh, Nick this Saturday coming up. Primetime players basketball. Y'all, y'all got your um, your uh, home opener. Uh, and that's at five o'clock at Bank Street Gym, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We sure did. Playing against the High Point, the High Point Lichens is who we're playing against. Okay. Are they are they new to the league? Yeah, they're a new. They're a new team. The owner, though, the owner has a lot of experience. I mean, you'll really like him. He had I've known him for a little bit, and we worked with him. And he didn't just apply and get into the league. He had kind of contacted me and we've kind of worked together for the last two years getting him ready to join the league and he's one of the owners that you can have that you don't have to worry about he's going to do everything the right way his name's tony state he's he's a really good guy good stuff good stuff all right jb uh, jb had got knocked off i see you you back in now jb do you have something you you wanted to say i was going to say yeah you want to make the all-star game interesting and give the players an incentive the losing team has to date the last girl on the team on the WNBA. So you take all them facially challenged chicks <laughs> and make them have to take them one, take one of them out on the date. I bet you they'll play hard there. <laughs> maybe, maybe JB, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're gonna add. I don't think they're gonna add that ruler there. <laughs> no, no, but I think I think that Elam ending. I think the Elam ending. I think that's gonna gonna uh, change things up a little bit, and they might use that going forward. Huh? I think um, that would that would really be cool. Um, that would be something I'd, I'd get behind because I, I like to watch y'all do that on, on TBT uh, when y'all playing a TBT tournament. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, we tried it in our league. We tried it in our league last year, and I had. Uh, the newspaper and everything was there, and the two damn owners that did it uh, put in the newspaper how they didn't like it, and you know this wasn't the way you play basketball. Oh, and then the Elam guy saw it, 
sent me the article, and I'm like, I'll be damned. See, this could be this could be a way we could have got some sponsorships. If, you know, the, oh, yeah, the ECBL uses it, you know, but yeah, it didn't go over yeah. too good with us, you know. But, Some people just don't like change, Coach. Some people just don't like new stuff. They it is hard for them hey. to get used to. Yep, you're right. Yep, yep. All right, we gotta take a quick break, man. We come back, we'll talk some more. Um all- with Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Star Weekend, we're going to talk some more primetime players. I want to get a, a feel of what the uh, where the players are at, because I know y'all been y'all been working at it, getting ready for the season, Coach. So we're going to um, talk some more with you, if you can hang out with us. Yeah, I sure can. Yeah. All right, so we'll be right back after this. Flo- uh, Florida, Florida. Off Topic Sports, Big Wheel Radio. Don't y'all go nowhere. We'll be right back. Hey, this is James J.T. Thompson from Big Wheel Radio. Hats off to you, Couture. Everything is made, not manufactured. Your one-stop shop for handmade hats and more. How to get in touch with them? www.etsy.com slash shop Slash hats off to you, Couture. Officially endorsed by Big Blue Radio. Radio. Greetings to all of my poetry and book enthusiasts. I have some news for you. Nima Shining Star L of Nima Girl Productions and Alicia Melton Hurdle of Sunshine Black Rose Publications present A Withered Rose Still Blooms. Poetry book by Nima Shining Star L. My girl, Nima Shining Star L, has just dropped a new and incredible book of poems dealing with the pain of domestic violence, power of self-love, courage, survival, and faith. Nima poetically and triumphantly shows those experiencing the horrors of domestic abuse that you can and will survive. She touches deep inside your soul to remind you that you are valuable. You are stronger than you think. You are loved and you are a child of God and you will make it through all this pain and uncertainty. Nima says all this and more with such grace, elegance, and fortitude. A withered rose still blooms. That's right. A withered rose still blooms is a powerful and beautiful survival guide and plan of action for anyone, woman, man, or child dealing with violence inside their relationships. So if you know anyone or if yourself might be dealing with domestic violence, here's the domestic violence hotline. 1-866-723-3014. That number again, 1-866-723-3014. Call right now. Call today. Listen to Big Woo Radio. Y'all hear what I say? I want y'all to listen to Big Woo Radio. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina, and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina, 
and surrounding areas. Serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back to the program, 704-489-3316. If you want to get in, that's how you do it, man. Thanks, everybody, listening live on BigWooRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store. We appreciate that. All of our iPhone people to search us out on your iPhone app or your, your podcast app on your iPhone. We appreciate that as well. So remember to follow us on all our social media, at Big Woo Radio on everything. That's at Big Woo Radio on everything. We got... James J.T. Thompson in the building. We got Pastor Fight. He's here. Adonis Donnie Martin. J.B. Mr. 299. Of course, we got Coach Chris Thomas of the Primetime Players Basketball Team. So we're going to talk some more with Coach Chris Thomas as soon as somebody get stop breathing hard and there's a lot of background noise and people is talking and somebody arguing or something. Going, I don't know. I don't know what's happening over there with y'all people's. Uh, so if you're not talking, please put your phone on mute until we come at you. Alright, so uh, we've been talking about the um, dunk contest. We uh, Everybody that watched it agree that, uh, you know, maybe Aaron Gordon got robbed again and maybe it should have been a, a two-way champion. You know, maybe it should have been a, a double champion or whatever. Uh, like they do the MVP sometime. Remember Shaq and Kobe won the MVP together one year in the All-Star game. And, um, Buddy Hill, he won the um, three-point shootout in dramatic fashion. His last shot, it was like a buzzer beater. Uh, he needed his last bucket to win it all, and he done that. And then uh, yeah, I think Bam out of Bayou from uh, Miami Heat won the skills competition. But... Um, but we have been talking about the game and uh, how exciting it could be um, with the way uh, Giannis picked his team. Le- LeBron picked all the all the, the all the, the top five guys in the league on LeBron's team, and uh, so uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Now it goes down tonight. Um, I think on TNT you'll be able to catch the all-star basketball game but we got coach chris thomas in right now and we want to talk some prime time players and and um how well uh, how well prepared are these guys going into this what will be fighting for your ninth straight championship good gracious who can say how many people can't say that coach nine straight ecbl championships uh, Coach, are you guys prepared and ready to go? Nope. <laughs> no, no, that's the easy answer. No, right? I, quick answer. No, I don't think I don't think we're ready right now. But I mean, it's a process. You know, we had our first game yesterday, and I mean, it was okay. Uh, it was all right. I mean, we won yesterday. It was one twenty-two to eighty-eight yesterday down in Orangeburg, and I mean, it, it was. I thought we could have won by more. I didn't think the team, you know, that we were playing was really that good. But, yeah. I mean, right now we've got, you know, well, we still got our same, you know, our starting five is really good. I mean, but right now Pratt hasn't been playing, you know, because he became a police officer and he's been working. We're still trying to get him back to where he mm. was last year. And, right. and then we have a new – we have another guy that's an athlete that's just like him named Jarrett Johnson that filled in for us last week. And then Trey – Trey Suttles is missing the first couple games, so not having him the first couple games is gonna gonna hurt us. It hurt us a little bit yesterday, and yeah. I think he's not gonna be back until the twenty first of March. 
Mm. Well, you know this every each. I mean, you know this because each year everybody's coming with their best against the, you know the, the. It was one thing when you were you know six in a row. Another thing when you seven in a row. Now you eight in a row. They are coming with their best shots at you, coach. And, and so I know you guys, you know, throughout the year, you guys play together, been playing together for a long time. And this, um, you know, you, 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 you've been fending people off pretty good, but you had a, it was a struggle with a team last year. You want to talk about the, about the squad that you, you kind of struggled with last year and, and, and we played you in the championship and they gave you all you can handle. Well, I mean, last year, you know, it was tough. I mean, it was kind of a transition, uh, season for us with, um, Terrell Smith not being full-time with us last year. He played maybe three or four games during the regular season, and he mm-hmm. came back in the playoffs. And then Barnett was gone for a minute, and then um, Robert Davis had gotten hurt and didn't finish out the season with us. So, you know, we kind of pieced it together. But, I mean, we still went – I went 15-1 and one and then won the championship game, which was a tough game. I mean, that, that was definitely a tough game. But, you know, we had young guys, you know, the first uh, Pratt and uh, Zarek – Zarek Lolar, you know, they came in and they basically started, you know, the whole season, and those were brand-new guys. Yeah. They had just came to the team. And, you know, and Odell, that was his second full year, and then really P.J.'s second full year, too. So, I mean, we were pretty young, and so Chris was having to get accustomed to, you know, all these new guys, you know, and then by the time we got toward the playoffs, toward the end of the season, you know, we started gelling pretty good. And, I mean, Winston-Salem is just an exceptional team. And, yeah. you know, we, we did struggle with them in the championship game, but you know, I think that at the end, you know, just kind of, you know, Barnett and Chris and, you know, some of the guys with the experience was just a little bit too much for them. And Absolutely. we were lucky enough to get through that. But but this year, we're, I mean, we're young again. I mean, we've got we've got everybody back that we had last year, just that um, we picked up the, the little guard from Carolina, the Charlotte Tribe, the Trey Young kid that we always joked about that killed us yeah. every time he came to our gym. Yeah. We've got him now, and I, and I picked him up to be a six-man, but, he came in and beat out all of our guys. And so wow. he, yeah, he's a starting point guard for us right now. And yesterday we had 21 points in the first quarter, and he had 18. I mean, wow. he, yeah, he's fun yeah, to he's watch. A, he's definitely fun. Yeah, to he's going to be he, he's going to be good for us. And you know, we're excited about having him. And I'm excited to see what he knew. You know, of course, we still got Chris. We still got Odell, PJ. We got Pratt, Lolar, Big Trey Britton's healthy again now. He's back, and he had a good game yesterday. So I mean. We're ready for the home game this Saturday. I know. I know that for sure. Absolutely. And you guys, I mean, a team that's back in the league that y'all played in the championship year before last, uh, Hickory, the Hickory team, um, with with Coach Newsom. Um, um, just talk. Just talk about that because now you know you got you got some some what what I, now I consider since Big Wood Radio been doing your guys for for the past three years doing your games for the past three years you know these are these are kind of become rivals I mean uh, the Hickory Hoyas and the and the Winston Salem team uh, is is that the same yeah, feeling with with you guys Yeah it is but man the the way that the format's changing in our league is that we only play like one out of conference game so. Hmm. With um, the 14-game season, 13 of our games are conference games now since we have 10 teams in each conference. So the only way we'll play Hickory or Winston this year, Winston didn't have available dates, so we couldn't play them. And then Hickory, they're not playoff eligible this year, so I really didn't want to play them. They're back in the league, but they're sanctioned their first year to where they can't. They're not eligible for the playoff. Oh, okay. But, I mean, in the South, though, I mean, you know, we're still going to have the – Carolina Thunder, you know, which are tough. Oh, yeah, and then, yeah. And, you know, in Quincy, Washington, 
you know, the the guard that played for them, the big guy that scores all the points, he left that team and went back to Florence. And then Anton Greer, the guard from the Columbia Crusaders, he left and went to Florence as well. So they're, okay. they're pretty loaded. Yeah, so that's going to be a good team. And the Atlanta team that we brought in, they went 18-0 and in another league, and they're coming over to our league and thinking they're going to dominate. So you'll get to see them. And, I mean, they'll, they're, they're a tough team, and we're, we're excited about having them in the league. But about the Hickory team, I'm excited for Jeff and them. I mean, they could go undefeated and not make the playoffs, which would be tough. But, mm. you know, them getting back in, you know, we couldn't just let them back in after, you know, some of the things that happened. And, right. you know, this way it shows that they're dedicated to getting back in the league. And sure. and I expect them to do good things, but I still think that Winston-Salem and Petersburg are probably the two best teams out of the North again this year. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be exciting. Um, the, the, the This year is going to be exciting, Coach. And, and do y'all – are y'all going into the new gym, or is it still we we still in Bank Bank Street? We're still we're still at Banks. We'll be at Banks for um, six home games at Banks, and then we have two at the new arena. We'll okay. be there May first and May twenty ninth. We'll All have right. two games there, and those will be on Friday nights. They they couldn't get me in there on the other ones because what they do they have to discount the gym for the um, tournaments they have, mm-hmm. and it's like six hundred dollars a game. There's no way in the world I'm paying that. Wow. That's, Four games. That's four games of banks. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, coach, tell everybody where they can follow Prime Time and get the schedule and check out the guys and follow the guys and get to know everybody. Well, we got our website updated with um, all of our all of our sixteen guys on there. That's um, Primetime Players Basketball dot com. We get on our fan page. We're Primetime Players Basketball. You can go. On, that's on our Facebook fan page, and then. Primetime Players Basketball 1991 is our Instagram. But you can just search Primetime Players. I mean, it'll come up. You know, we're on, we're all over everywhere, and I'm always posting. So you if you go. do a search, you'll be able to find it somewhere for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Coach, I'm going uh, to uh, let you get out of here unless any of the guys got a uh, question for you, or Donnie or JB or JT or Pastor Fight, anybody. Um, y'all got a question for Coach or anything? No, I'm just looking forward to seeing him this Saturday, and I want to know what he going to predict on this Saturday's action as. Do I know? What's your prediction for this Saturday's upcoming game? Is it going to be tough competition? Should you breeze through it or what? Man, we better be breeze through it, but if not, I'm probably pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> yes, yesterday, yesterday was tough. And, I mean, and we didn't – you know, we're a three-point shooting team, and then with Chris, James Murray, and Lolar – and I think – I know uh, you had always talked about it, Corey. You don't like Odell Turner shooting threes. Right. Yesterday, I think I think he went 0 for 7 from 3 yesterday. So, oh, he wow. added to our woes from the three-point line uh, yesterday. But I'm thinking we'll hit our shots next week in our gym because we've been practicing at Bank Street for the first time in our you know our eight years where we're practicing there now. So, that's going to – I think that's going to help us knock down some shots in the game. And, I mean, I'm, I'm trying – man, I'm trying to get to 140. I'm trying to get to on 140 Saturday. average. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Put them up. Put them up. Yep. Uh, also, it's, it's, it's notable that you 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 haven't lost at Banks yet. Yeah, it's 68 in a row. We've won 68 home games in a row. Wow. What we've done over the over the last eight years. So I definitely don't want to lose any games at home. But like mm-hmm. I said, Coach Tony Spate is coming in. He knows what he's doing. I mean, he's a good owner. He know and. They lost today to Fayetteville by 20, but it was it was a close game until the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've got a couple guys from that Rowan County team last year that gave us a tough time. So I'm expecting them to come in definitely ready to play. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Coach, good luck on Saturday. We'll be in the building um, rooting you on, as we always do. Um, hey, and I appreciate it, too. No doubt. No doubt about it. Um, we, we love uh, watching you guys play, man, because they play with so much intensity and you know, it's just always fun to watch. So we encourage everybody to come out to Bank Street Gym Saturday, 5 o'clock is the jump off. So um, be in the building. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. Uh-huh, no problem. So Hi, there's, there's Coach uh, Chris Thompson. Good. Again, go to uh, primetimeplayersbasketball.com uh, and find out how you can follow them and check them out and go to the games and and I get the schedule and all that stuff. All right, so um, JT, you got a, a over and under for us? JT and fell asleep on us. <laughs> yeah, I got one. All right, here we go. Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's over under. Over under. Over under. Over under. Over under. All right, whenever you're ready, bro. Under the radar yesterday, that Virginia knocked off North Carolina, which has became a uh, North Carolina Tar Heel basketball. And my question to the panel is: I know that college basketball has kind of been up under the radar, and you've had some new teams kind of rise to the top. Will this be a year that our Dukes and North Carolinas and teams that we're used to seeing, even UConn on the women's side, UConn has been has gotten handled this year, including a loss to. Um, the South Carolina Lady Gamecocks as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So, will we see a, a new movement here on both the men's and the women's side of college basketball as it seems that um, the tide has shifted and schools have really stepped up? Um, is it coaching or is it players? What What is the cause of new teams being able to rise up and, and beat your North Carolinas than you do? Well, I think it's where guys – we're finally see, starting to see – I think we're finally starting to see the effects of guys leaving early. We're seeing the effects of guys going as, you know, freshmen into the NBA or sophomores into the NBA. Not many – you know, they hadn't been sticking around. So I think you're starting to see the effects from that in the men's side. Uh, on the women's side, I think it's just – you know, girls are getting better and the recruiting are getting better. Everybody can't go to UConn, you know. They ain't got enough space. So they got to be able to go somewhere and develop. And, and uh, that was bound to happen in, in the, on the women's side. Um, um, I don't think it's coaching. You know, the, the UConn's coach has been the coach. But it's just tougher competition. I think we seen that last year when uh, – when South, wasn't it last year when the South Carolina girls won it? Um, so – um, I think you're going to see maybe South Carolina do it again. Maybe South Carolina is going to go on a run uh, with their people until they graduate. Um, over here on the men's side, um, it's no telling. It's, it's, it's For the past three or four years, it's been up in the air. I mean, there's been some front runners, but the front runners usually didn't win. So um, I think it's just been that way for a while, and I believe it's due to guys leaving college early. Uh, Donnie, what you think? Um, I think it's more so due to the style of play of nowadays mm-hmm. that all we do is shoot threes, <laughs> and uh, therefore everybody's competitive. It's not no longer taking advantage of having the best post player in there and going down low and going to work or isolating your guards on this guy. It's just like everybody's having a free-for-all shooting fest, 
and you know made a best team, made a hot team win tonight. You know, so therefore now you got little small fry guys that can compete with you know the Dukes and Carolinas. It's just a shootout, and if a Duke or Carolina is cold that night, then it is what it is. And and as far as the Carolina in particular, the recruiting that we've been doing, I guess next year coming in we got a great class, but um, Roy traditionally hasn't been recruiting for big time players. He's been going for the 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 guys that may be here for four years as opposed to the Zion Williams. And I think that has hurt the, the Tar Heel program in particular. Mm-hmm. And I think Kentucky at one point had benefited from the, you know, the Alabama. What I think is going to bite Alabama in the butt is the fact that, you know, you got so, so many good players. The players are going to stop coming there because it's like, I can't get my shot while I'm there. You know, I'm going to go to another school because I know I can play instead of sitting two years. Mm-hmm. And I think Kentucky has had some of those power schools have had that problem. But overall, the basketball game has changed. So now, like I said, it's just a shooting fest. And therefore, certain teams are allowed to compete with teams that otherwise would be overpowered by in a, in a traditional style of basketball play. Mm-hmm. Pastor Fight, what do you think? I, I mean, I agree with everybody so far on the panel. I think, I think my thing is when you, when you start looking at these teams, I've always said it, experience wins basketball games. Um, you can put Roy Williams hasn't changed this system since Kansas. He ain't changed a bit. He mm-hmm. running the same system <laughs> over and over. The only thing changes is the players, and he doesn't have the experience that he's had in years past right. on this team to run that type of system, and it's not been beneficial. So, well, basically, he's running into a problem where do I change my system for the players that I have? And he hadn't done that. Uh, for Carolina in particular. But when you look at throughout the NCAA, the teams that are at the top are the more experienced teams. I mean, going into this season, Memphis was ranked number one. They had the top recruiting class in the country. Now, granted, the number one player um, had some eligibility issues. Right. And he was supposed to come back in January, but he decided just not to come back to college um, because he was only there for the one year the one and done anyway. And done, so right. I think, in my opinion, and I know this wasn't your question, JT, but I think this is prime example why the NCAA uh, across the board needs to implement the rule that the, uh, that football has. Players need to stay in the league for three years, be 21, before they can sign contracts on a professional level. Mm. Now, I believe some people are going to say, oh, well, the one and done, you know what I'm saying, will work. But if you look at it, a lot of your top-tier talent, like your LeBron Jameses and stuff like that, are not coming into the league every single year in the NCAA. you got to recognize your Zion Williamson are, 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 are not your normal players. Most of these players need three years to develop and go to the league and actually have a sustainable career. You talk about your Tyler Hansboroughs, who after one year could not have had a sustainable NBA career mm-hmm. but due to the fact that he had four years at Carolina to develop he had a good 10-year run in the NBA before nobody would mess with him anymore right. so I think that this goes to show that more experienced teams are able to take advantage of these hot shot five-star players that come out of high school who doesn't know the game at this level right now right. and they're really learning until they get to league play in January and February where teams start to mesh and Carolina can play at a competitive level. They proved that last week against Duke. But they just haven't been able to sustain it because it's a young team that don't mm. play night in and night out. Right, right. Uh, JT, we got time for one more. 
Hey, well, but hold on, Big Woo, before JT goes. Hey, um, Pastor, I, I'm not. I would love to see players stay for three years in college basketball. I think that would be an overall improvement for the college basketball game and the NBA game. It would give you a chance to see your favorite players, you know, and, and build with your team. Mm-hmm. But um, and also that you, the NBA, would get a chance to see if these players are truly ready because you can have one hot season, but your sophomore and junior year, which would be your first and second year in the NBA, you just realize you ain't that good. So by then, it's too late for the NBA teams to get a, you know, a, a true assessment of you. You might have one hot season as a freshman. People haven't figured you out. So staying three years would be good for both leagues, in my opinion. But you got to pay the players. You can't hold a man in college and prevent him from making money where every other sport you're allowed to come straight out of high school and play with the exception of the NCAA, which is understandable because you will get broke up and there's not too many high school players that are ready for the NFL but um, you got to pay the players at that point if you want them to stay three years. But I, I would love to see that. Yeah. And I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think you need to pay them something. The only problem is yeah. I want to keep it fair because when mm-hmm. you open it up to paying players, your top-tier institutions have way more resources and contracts to be able to pay players at a totally different level, which messes up the recruiting, in my opinion. Yep. Because I'm if parody, I can yeah. guarantee you $10 million in your freshman and sophomore season, and another team like a VMI can't guarantee you that kind of money because they're not, they're not, they don't have the necessary television contracts through the ACC yeah, and well, deals with Michael Jordan. That type of money, even though the NCAA is making that type of money, but all right. college, college scholarship athletes should at least be able to receive a thousand dollars, not a thousand dollars a week. Hey, that's a little bit better than most, you know, but you know, <laughs> I mean, that's line, per week for being on scholarship enough for those kids to survive and not have to need a job while you're in college and not have to beg for pizza money and can put gas in your own car if your parents give you a car just a little bit of money for all the kids on the payroll just to make sure that they um are able to eat and and maybe insure them insure them to where they if they get hurt they can get some kind of uh stipend or, or if they are if they are uh, 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 somebody that's going to go in the draft in the in the first round and they end up getting hurt and they can't play in the NBA or, or something like that, that they should get some kind of compensation, maybe a million or two million or three million, or something yeah, that'll set them for a while. You know what I mean? Uh, they could oh, do something like well, that. They could easily do something like that. That's already in place. Zion yeah. Williamson had a $10 million insurance policy. If he got hurt and fell out of the lottery, he was guaranteed $10 million. That I mean, did, did the school provide that, though? Did the, did the school provide that insurance? I don't know who actually provided it. I yeah. don't know who actually provided that policy, but he had it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Right. And so there's something already in effect for those top-tier players if they get hurt in that case. That's why he was okay to come back, and he wanted to come back and play mm-hmm. after the whole mm-hmm. shoe-busting incident. The right. thing about it is, for me, right now, legislation has already been passed in California about paying players. South Carolina legislator right now has it on the docket that they just the House hasn't voted on it yet. So states are moving towards allowing their public institutions to be able to pay players. The NCAA just got to get along with it. That's the only difference. Yeah. But the, the, the states have already ruled it's okay. It's now up to the NCAA. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, I thought we had time on another one, but we don't. <laughs> on JT. Uh, but um, I want to thank everybody for for checking us out, man, and, and hanging out with us, rocking out with us. Thank Coach Chris Thomas for coming through and uh, talking to us about uh, the prime, prime time players. We'll be in there Saturday 
giving y'all, bringing y'all play by play of the game. Uh, so we're going. This will be the fourth year that we've been doing this for prime time. It's going to be exciting, man. Uh, so um, yeah, what else we got? What else we got? Donnie, would you got any shout outs or anything? No, not today. Just a shout out to the, everybody on the radio and shout out to all the listeners. But thank you for keeping us in business. We enjoy you all. Love you all. We'll Absolutely. see you next week. Absolutely. Uh, Pastor Fight, any shout outs or anything? I know you want to uh, tell everybody about the show Wednesday, uh, Monday. www.ao, uh, I'm sorry, aoradiochi.com, uh, L and Company, the No Nonsense uh, Show. Uh, we'll be on tomorrow. I'll be on 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you can tune in. We'll be talking. It's Black History Month. So we'll be talking about race and uh, race relations uh, in this country. And so it is a powerful show. We look to have a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can join us tomorrow. I want to give a big shout out to all those that's looking out. Black History Month this month. I don't complain about 28 days because I recognize that they gave us this month. Uh, for a reason, and I'm, I'm I'm here to testify that we come from a long line of people uh, who thought outside the box. Look up Henry, uh, what is his name? Henry Box. Uh, Henry Box was a man that mailed himself out of slavery. Mm. <laughs> he put himself in a box and he put a stamp on it. Had the postal carrier come pick him up and mailed him to freedom. Right. <laughs> so uh, right. let us continue Genius. to know that that same ingenuity rests in our bloodline right now. Thank you, Big Woo. Appreciate you. No doubt, man. No doubt about it. Uh, yeah, we got 28 days, man. I mean, look, the, the Hispanic people only got one day. They got Cinco de Mayo. That's it. So, I mean, we doing better than them. Anyway, uh, so don't forget to check us out Tuesday, man. The Bruliana Show with Nayana Renee and JB Mister 299. Parental discretion is strongly advised. And then Friday with the Florida Poetry Show with Nima Sign and Star L. JT, myself, man. We 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 talk about we talk about Black History over there every Friday. Every Friday, so we don't just do it on Black History Month. We do it every Friday. Nima got something uh, educational for Black History um, uh, every Friday. Every Friday night, man, six o'clock. So join us. It's a fun. It's a blast. Um, and then that's it. We'll be back here Sunday uh, again next week. Donnie and Big Les might be here. JT, Pastor Fight, JB. We we talk sports, man. So uh, thank you for all the support, man. So. On behalf of my man, James J.T. Thompson, Adonis Donnie Martin. I barely got your name out there. Adonis Donnie Martin. J.B. Mr. 299. Nima Shining Star L. The Poetic Goddess Nyana Renee. Big Les. Lil Bucky. Faster Fight. Kendra D. Big Woo Radio. Peace. God bless. We out. Back in order to avoid contamination, the game is full of garbage. Nothing about it that's motivate. I listened to your bars. I'm disappointed in y'all. Thought y'all was working. Can't believe what I walked in on. When I came through that door, folks said it at night. It So my brother, everybody know that man got flow. You're listening to Big Radio. 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 Radio